Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Time for our daily tech and business report. Today we're joined by Bloomberg tech reporter Mark Gurman. So Google just revealed a surprise preview of a foldable Pixel smartphone. It's called the Pixel Fold, and Google says they'll tell us more about it at the company's I.O. conference next week. So, Mark, isn't this sort of treading into Samsung territory? Certainly, yeah. This phone looks nearly identical to the Samsung uh, version. In fact, I have the Samsung one right in front of me, and I have a picture of the Google one right in front of me as well. And you basically can take a G logo, put it on the back of the Samsung phone, rearrange some things, and you've got the same device, right? I mean, the inside display is identical. Uh, The outside display is a bit wider on the Google model. Obviously, the software experience is different, but it's uh, two flavors of the same idea. So why do this? Well, Google wants to sort of try a new lever or pull a new lever in order to um, make some momentum in in the hardware space, right? I mean, Google has been trying to make a dent in hardware already 2016 with its Pixel phones. They have a Pixel tablet coming as well next week. They have a Pixel 7a, which is sort of a lower-end phone. Uh, but they haven't really gained much momentum. And so they're hoping that this nascent category could be one that they'll come in early to and and make a dent in over time. Uh, But there's a ton of risk here. This is going to be one of the most expensive consumer phones on the market. And all the estimates indicate that foldables are not really due for a major uh, expansion from buyers for years to come. So you said expensive, like um, how much? It'll be around the same price as the Samsung one, which is about $1,800 to start, and it could top 2000 depending on how much storage and the other bells and whistles you get, which is, of course, about the same price as a MacBook Pro and about double the price as uh, the iPhone 15 Pro or 14 Pro, I should say. I was wondering, so then what market are they going after? I mean, you figure that people are kind of set in their ways. It's an incredibly niche market, but let me tell you why that sort of works. The Pixel phone, it's from a strong brand. Google, obviously, is a really big brand. They don't sell many phones, but, you know, they market it well. So their devices are quite niche to begin with, right? So it's about taking their existing niche audience and squeezing more revenue out of it because that really is going to uh, move their ASP quite a bit if people do jump to this Pixel phone, right? Foldables are niche. Google phones are niche. Seems like a kind of a perfect mixture, I should say. It's not going to do very well for them in terms of making real momentum, though, and real noise in the space. Yeah, I wonder, like, you know, foldable phones. I mean, that is definitely, I don't know how many people go, oh, maybe I'll try that for my next phone. Yeah, I'll tell you what, if Apple made a foldable phone, I'd be first in line. I've been using the Samsung phone in addition to an iPhone. I've had multiple generations of the Fold. Uh, I think that the ability to sort of take a, a, a small phone and open it up into a tablet sized screen. Uh, is incredibly compelling, especially for video, uh, for gaming, for for typing, for doing some productivity tasks. I definitely think it's an area that Apple should break into. And I think what really 
Google can do to differentiate from Samsung is the software story. You know, Google's a lot closer to the third-party developers because of its Google Play Store and it's and you know being at the core of Android than Samsung is. So you know maybe Google can make a good showing on the software side and they could make it into a compelling device. I still think this does nothing to change the overall Google hardware story. I don't think it really moves the needle, but I think it keeps that brand compelling for their existing audience. You think Apple could do that for for less? Uh, no, I think if Apple does it, it'll be more actually. Well, is that just because that's how Apple, it, you know, is that Apple being Apple? Yeah, traditionally Apple pricing is quite a bit higher. You know, this is actually something new for Google. So that $1,800 price point uh, that we believe it will cost, closer to the Samsung phones, they're not really undercutting them, right? Google has typically undercut on price uh, versus the competition. But at this point, they don't appear to be doing that. Uh, they're using a lot of Samsung components in there. I mean, display is probably the same screen that Samsung uses. They're probably just buying it from Samsung and rebranding it and repurposing it. And so you really can't really move the needle on cost there. Mark, always good to talk to you. Have a good weekend. That is Bloomberg Tech reporter Mark Gurman. You can hear our tech and business reports weekdays at 1230. And for more, tune into Bloomberg TV at 2 p.m. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 